Welcome to my Love Life Podcast, episode number 191. Are you using social media to your advantage? It's January 20th, 2024. I'm your host, Lisa A. Lundy, author, blogger, YouTuber, motivational speaker, clearly podcaster, etc. I am also a member of the Newsweek Expert Forum. What I do is I help people be happy, healthy, and well-loved, even when life is extremely difficult. As my disclaimer, this podcast does not constitute medical or therapy advice in any capacity. There is no longer any music for my podcast intros or outros. I have ditched the music, which makes it easier for people who have hearing loss or who are hard of hearing to discern the words. I invite you to get other podcasters to join the movement to ditch the music when combined with words or voice. That's the end of the non-musical intro. Are you using social media to your advantage? Oh my heavens, people. I don't know, but isn't it worth thinking about? Before I dive in, visit my website, enter my giveaway. My disclaimer, you already heard, nothing I say is intended to be medical or therapy advice. I do have transcripts on my hosting platform, rss.com. However, they are not in good shape. I am working on it. I am aware of the problem, and it will get handled as soon as possible. If you're feeling suicidal, please stop and call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255, or you may call or text 988. So, back to the question. Are you using social media to your advantage? Well, in this podcast, I am not talking about social media in a business context, in an organizational context. I am talking about, are you using social media in your personal life to your advantage? Business, organizations, nonprofits, all that's a completely different animal. We're not addressing that in this podcast. So how much time have you given to think about how you do use social media. How are you using it? Are you awake and aware to what purpose it serves in your life? You may or may not be. It's not something that people often think about. Before I break this apart, I am going to do a sidebar, a very important sidebar, by the way, which is if you have children, if you have children, grandchildren, or you're an aunt or uncle, or you're a teacher, or you're somehow interacting with young children, children, adolescents, teens, or young adults, my request is that you listen to my podcast titled Raising Children in the Age of Technology. It is extremely important, in my humble opinion, that we get all of the adults awake and aware and hip to how young people, that includes young children, children, adolescents, teens, and young adults, how their brains and development is being impacted by technology. I cannot emphasize this enough. Now, in the podcast titled Raising Children in the Age of Technology, I provide lots of suggestions. At the same time, if you don't understand the severity and the importance and the critical nature of this, you're probably not going to do anything. So now I'm telling you, it's critical, it's extremely important, and I have answers for you. So you don't have to go reinvent the wheel. So I cannot, I cannot say this enough. I just simply cannot say this enough because social media 
is impacting the development of our children in a negative way. I mean, there, there, there's a few minor positives that I include in the podcast, but that's not for the most part. So that's my sidebar about children, young children, children, adolescents, teens, and young adults. And I say young adults through 30 because the brains are still developing in young people till almost 30. Okay. There are many different ways that an individual can use social media. So I'm going to just rifle through this list and give you, I'm going to give you, oh, 25 different ways people use social media. One, share personal news, events, happenings. Two, catch up with friends, family, and acquaintances. Three, promote causes or events. Four, get news, meaning current events, happenings. Five, celebrate the good news of others or accomplishments. Six, get feedback on an idea or concept or use it as a mini focus group for your personal needs. Seven, get recommendations for for service companies, restaurants, pet sitters, you name it. Eight, ask for help. Nine, sell your products or services and meet new people. Eleven, find support groups. Twelve, wish someone a happy birthday. 13, find classmates or relatives or long-lost co-workers. 14, for dating. 15, to learn new things, hobbies, tips, techniques. 16, to get advice. 17, to share recipes. 18, to get educated on a particular topic. 19, to shame other people, organization, and events. 20, to express emotions, anger, sadness, joy, happiness, etc. 21, to organize events, reunions, parties, etc. 22, to stalk people. 23, to steal ideas. 24, to waste time or procrastinate. 25, to avoid dealing with your real life. And 26, to use social media to compare yourself to others and then feel bad. Well, you could feel bad. Some of you might feel good. It's hard to say. So basically, Social media can be very helpful, and social media has a dark side, has some some harmful effects. So here's some negative impacts of social media that we know of from the research. Number one, in the area of mental health, promotes anxiety and depression. Two, worsening body image. Three, cyber bullying. Four, links to dangerous antisocial behavior. Five, it has an addictive design embedded in different social media platforms. Six, it's used to create widespread misinformation. Seventeen, it can be used to exclude people, organizations, etc. Nineteen, it can normalize taking risky behaviors. Ten, It contributes to less physical health by the sedentary nature of social media. 11, it can decrease sleep. 12, it can decrease a person's in-person socialization. 13, it provides less time for other activities. 14, using social media for social comparisons. 15, potential damage to your reputation, and 16 scams. So you get the idea. Number one, comparing yourself to others is not usually a good idea. 
I do have a podcast about comparing yourself to others. And for the most part, that's overall, it doesn't go well for people. It can go well comparing yourself to others, but it doesn't usually. And so the other thing, which never even occurred to me until someone pointed it out in the last couple of years, which is looking at the number of likes or emojis that people leave for your posts on social media. Now, I understand that, you know, if someone follows you, you might want to follow them back in terms of, you know, appropriate, you know, conduct. But some people are using their likes or their the different emojis to measure themselves or to measure their worth. And I didn't even look at the emojis till someone pointed out that someone had left me an angry emoji for a happy post. And that and I had to go look and like, oh yeah. And then then it then it made me think, gosh, who even looks at that? Well people look at that. So There are many ways that you can use social media to your advantage, but before I dive into giving you some suggestions, I have to make some sidebar notes about this because we have so much time being spent in the social media area. So parents, grandparents, teachers, adults who work with either children, teens, or young adults, you know, you obviously understand already that cyberbullying and predators and there are other nefarious possibilities related to social media. You already know that. You might not know how damaging it is to the executive functioning of the brain and a child or young person's development, which is why I gave the earlier plug urge to listen to my podcast on raising children in the age of technology and get other parents to do the same, because this is serious. You wouldn't let your child go do something that could really damage them, would you? No, you wouldn't do that. Most parents would not do that. Most parents would say, oh, no, you could really, you could get, you could really be damaged by that. You could really be hurt by that. So get on board with the impact of of social media and technology on children and young people because I've given you solutions. We, I need team, I need team players here. I need you parents to get on board and go, oh, my God, she's right. Oh, this is terrible. Yes, let's do something about it. The other thing about parents and social media is some parents are using their children in a positive way, this is a positive thing, to raise awareness for a disability or to educate people, which is an excellent use of technology. And my hat's off to them. Like some of it is just beautiful. And and some of the kids that were in videos, they passed away, which breaks my heart and is very, very tragic. But, a beautiful use of their child's illness or disability or what have you to, to educate people. Now, the other side of the coin though is we have other parents who it seems to me are completely exploiting their children on social media. Like one mom has, I've never seen the mom, but she's been doing it with her child for years. It's disgusting. And people like go, oh, yay, thanks. You know, stop it. Stop 
supporting a mother or father who's using their child in an exploitive way and having your little child be on a video or a reel or a TikTok or what have you saying precocious things leaves that child open to being, you know, kidnapped, having a predator. Like this is this is not good stuff and the child's not old enough to make their own decision. It's completely it's disgusting in my it's just an 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 abusive use of their child. Now, we have adults on social media, adults who are posting really mean and cruel pranks that they have done to their child, to their spouse, to their friend, and it's it's really awful. It's real it's really appalling. I do look occasionally when I see something that I'm really shocked about to see if anybody had left a comment like, oh, this is really mean, this is really inappropriate. And sometimes people do. Other times people are laughing like it's hysterical. And I I just like wanna I wanna shake my head and say, what what the what? So we have parents who are using social media beautifully. It's very poignant, it's very moving, very touching. Then we have parents who are exploiting their children. And then we have parents, let me tell you, I have to say, I wasn't gonna say this, I'm gonna say this, whose children could be saved and repaired like mine if they did something different. I'm just gonna leave it there because that really upsets me. You know, it really upsets me that people let their kids die. And it happens every day, all the time. So that's that. So how can you use social media to your advantage? Well, one, you can use social media to connect with people and to build relationships. Is that how you've been using social media? Well, clearly I have no idea. I don't know what you're doing. But are you wishing people happy birthday? Are you wishing people happy anniversary? When they post some good news, are you saying, hey, congratulations, a boy, a girl, way to go. Guess what? I see lots of people posting lots of things and most people are scrolling right by. They might leave a like. They're not even leaving likes anymore for some of these people. They're not even saying, hey, congratulations on your first day of work at a new job. How much time does that take you? It takes you like 30 seconds to not even 30 seconds to hit the congratulations exclamation point or happy birthday like do you hit the like and scroll on or are you leaving people encouragement encouragement is so valuable people everybody needs encouragement so how are you using social media are you using it to build relationships and build connections i don't know that would be a great use of it and i've used it in that way and I'm, I'm a fan of that. You do have to be careful. Like I've already said, you know, we've got cyberbullying, we've got stalkers, we've got predators. Social media is not without a dark side or dangers. All right, number two. Is social media filling a loneliness gap or void? That's extremely reasonable. For most people, probably the answer is yes. Most people are lonely from time to time. That's Loneliness is rampant. Loneliness is more prevalent now than 30 and 40 years ago. Even though we are more connected because of social media, we have less relationships and connectedness than people did before 
before social media when they actually would spend time looking in each other's eyes laughing having a cup of coffee or you know engaging in social interactions so it's reasonable if you're lonely that's like normal like i sadly no, loneliness is like normal now so but what would be helpful would be to say hmm yes you know what i think i'm using social media to fill the void of loneliness hmm i should probably make some more friends or hmm maybe it's time for me to get a boyfriend girlfriend or whatever kind of romantic partner like you know like i don't know but but if you're using social media because you're lonely, which would be reasonable, I've already told you that, then what are you going to do about it? I don't know, but there's lots of options. <laughs> Number three, hobbies can help fill the void and help you deal with loneliness and reduce your time on social media. If you spend, say you spend an hour a day in social media, is it leaving you feeling like woohoo yay goody goody for me or is it leaving you mm, my life's pretty boring mm, i'm not so hot like i don't know but if you spent 30 minutes doing a hobby that you loved and cut your social media time in half you might have a completely different outlook you might have a big boost in happiness so use hobbies to fill some of the void or especially you know hobbies can help you with loneliness hobbies can help you hobbies can help you in all kinds of ways people i promise you so hobbies number four use social media as a resource now i'm not talking about in a negative way i'm talking about you know to learn to grow to find what you need you know as long as you don't get scammed and and by the way i have to mention this Facebook in particular, I don't know about TikTok, I don't know about Instagram or some of the other platforms, but Facebook, I can speak to this, is notorious for scams if you were not aware of that. And Facebook is not policing their site and dealing with this. I personally, so my recommendation is do not buy anything from any company advertising on Facebook. If someone hasn't figured out that Facebook ads are full of scams and they shouldn't be using Facebook to advertise, I'm here to tell you that. And boy, if Facebook comes after me for this, I, I will, oh my gosh, like they, they will just, they will rue that day. I was scammed three times from Facebook ads and Facebook would do nothing about it. Then I find, oh my gosh, there are multitude of groups of Facebook users complaining about this very issue every single day and PayPal's in on it. So do not buy any product from any company that advertises on Facebook to be safe. If your company is reputable, don't advertise on Facebook. That's not the place for you to advertise. Start a group, give out good information. Don't spend money advertising with them because they will not clean it up until you dry it up. So vote with your money. Don't buy anything on Facebook. I was appalled. I was actually appalled. It's, it's very insidious the way Facebook and PayPal and these foreign entities are fleecing Facebook users. It's, it's appalling. It's disgusting. Uh, there should be a, like the attorney general should be in on that. It's like, it's, it's worse than so bad. You have no idea the volume, the amount, the money, etc. So, but you can use social, social media as a resource. I have found 
I found my dog. I found somebody to plow the driveway. I found different contractors. I've met people that I've become friends with. I met a guy I almost dated but didn't, but oh well. <laughs> That's not my choice, you know. I have used Facebook to get recipes. I learned about tenderizing meat using baking soda and water. I've learned a great deal because I use social media for my benefit. So use it as a resource for the positive. Don't buy anything off of Facebook, though. Um, so number five, ask for help. In my humble opinion, I have gotten some of the best help by posting requests on social media. I've got a ride from one town to another after I got out of rehab from my accident last year by posting a request on social media. Now my social media is, I have a private Lisa Lundy account. I don't accept new friends. I don't accept friends from people I don't know. And I keep making the list smaller as I find out who, who are my haters. But you could really not be ashamed and ask for help. I've asked for help for all kinds of things. Number six, you could also ask for encouragement. I think that's very reasonable. I don't think many people would do that or will do that because they would have like shame or embarrassment about that. But wouldn't it be nice if we got to the day in society, which of course I'm creating, where people could say, you know, I'm just kind of feeling lonely. Who out there wants to meet for coffee? Let's go do it. Or, you know, I just need a little encouragement. Can anybody give me uh, a boy? Or I'm really struggling. Who, who, is there anybody who could help me? Like, we're not that authentic in life. Like, I, I, <laughs> I'm like a, okay, I'm like that authentic. I will say to people, well, you know, yeah, I'm struggling. Like, I'm not struggling right now. I mean, this is challenging. Recovering from a major, nearly fatal car accident, living on my own, very challenging. I will not lie about that. But I'm not struggling. I mean, I actually, with, after this podcast is uploaded and scheduled, I'll have five podcasts done and scheduled for next week. So clearly I'm not, I'm not suffering. I'm enjoying it. Anyway, wouldn't it be great if you could ask for encouragement? That would be great. So my suggestion on top of these is that you evaluate how you are using social media. That's not something some people would want to do, and that's okay. Like, it's really okay. If you want to use social media to your full advantage, though, it would be helpful if you could say, you know, I probably use an hour a day on social media. Now, most apps or phones will track your screen time, which if you're only using it for social media, that will be a good indicator. Now, I use my phone for timing when I'm doing podcasts and sometimes for reaching, re researching things. Yeah, so I, I sometimes look at my screen time. I'm like, wow, yeah, I know it wasn't social media because my social media has really declined. But it would be beneficial to your well-being if you could pause, be introspective, Take a look and be honest about how you're using social media and, and where is it functioning in your life. Is it really a good value or is it really kind of leave you deflated? Now, because of what we know from the research, if you are not exercising, if you're not getting enough walking or physical fitness, my suggestion ever so gently would be to use social media time as your reward. In other words, 
instead of just getting an hour of social media or getting 20 minutes or 30 minutes, whatever it is you do, you have to earn it. So if I go walk 10 minutes, then I'll get 10 minutes of social media. Or if I go walk 15 minutes, I'll get eight minutes of, like find some formula that works for you that you feel is reasonable and fair. Some of you are, I'm sure, just rolling at the idea of having to earn your social media time. I, I understand that some of you might be like, oh, she's crazy. Well, I have, a, I have a high amount of self-discipline and I use reward systems because reward systems work. I actually have never coached anyone that didn't find a rewards, personal reward system now. Extremely helpful and very motivating. And we know from the research that people are more sedentary. They're not getting enough walking. They're not getting enough exercise and physical fitness. So it makes, to me, natural sense to, sense to have social media of whatever variety you like be a reward instead of a given. And again, if you haven't been exercising or walking at all, how about you just like walk five minutes? And then, and then in a week, you walk 10 minutes. Like you could build it up, you could do anything. But my suggestion strongly is start addressing the issues in your life and use social media as a reward, or at least that's an idea. Now, some of you, this is number nine, some of you are using social media to procrastinate and avoid doing the things that need to be done which, by the way, is understandable. Like, listen, we're all human. We all do kind of versions of the same thing. And, and uh, it's completely understandable. So don't be like beating yourself up. But what would be helpful, really helpful to notice is, mm, yes, I don't like cleaning out my car. I don't like, I'm avoiding this. I'm procrastinating that. I'm just not doing X, Y, or Z, the laundry, whatever. So then because you, you understand what you're not doing and you understand you're using social media to avoid doing it, then you can, you can interrupt that. Of course, I might recommend a reward system. And if you lack self-discipline, I have podcasts to help you with that because of course, building self-discipline would be a good solution. If you, know, if you have a lack of self-discipline, this would be a great opportunity to increase it. So I think you get the idea. There's plenty of ways that social media can enhance your life, can bring good things into your life, and it can also obviously clearly do some very negative things and be very damaging. Again, for parents, this is for adults, including people who don't have children yet but hope to be parents. Go listen to that podcast. Listen, we need a wake-up call. This is the wake-up call. Wake up, wake up, wake up, people. We are really damaging our children, and there's a solution. I've given you lots of ideas in that podcast. So it might be time for you to make some small changes to how you use social media. It might also be time to make some changes to how much time you spend on social media. I have no idea, but use social media to your full advantage. Use it to build your life, use it for happiness, use it for all the good stuff. And if it's providing you with negative impacts, that I would suggest you interrupt. And you can interrupt it, I've given you some ideas because it's important that you 
have an amazing life. Well, it's important to me. That's my end game for you, that you have this amazing life. Some of you are like, oh, well, she wants me to have a happy life, but nobody else cares. Well, I do care. And I bet you there's other people who would care if they knew how you were feeling. So get on the road to using social media to your advantage. I've given you some suggestions. You know, don't scroll by someone and not give them some encouragement. This is your plug. Give people encouragement. I promise you, whatever you give out to the world will come back to you. At least that's that's my experience of life. I hope this has been helpful. I do love you. Hang in, hang in there for now. And here comes my non-musical outro. I'm Lisa Lundy saying thank you for listening to my Love Life podcast, episode number 191, Using Social Media to Your Advantage. Is that really the right number? 191? It is. Oh, my gosh. I hope you will begin to make some changes if you are not getting all of the benefits from social media because there's many benefits. Uh, That's it for now. Share this podcast on social media, please, please, please. Okay, that's it. Love you. Bye.